Hello, this is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about getting the gang back together or getting your <laughs> getting your role playing group together again. Well, for the first time. Or scheduling games. So I was thinking about when I was a kid or, you know, I don't know about most gamers, but it seems like most of us started when we were kids or teenagers and we basically played whenever we wanted, right? It was after school, it was on the weekends, and we would play starting at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon and we'd play till our parents told us to go to sleep, you know, and my parents were pretty old, so they went to bed and let us play till two three o'clock in the morning you know that, those are the good old days i call it the golden age of role-playing games because you could play whenever you wanted you know some people even say that they talk about playing after school and stuff uh pretty much me and my friends we reserved role-playing games for the weekend it was something we really looked forward to and of course you know my bro- older brother would play with us too he was the gm for us for a long time so that was what we looked forward to on on weekends and and my brother would uh actually had had joined a group of people that we didn't necessarily were friends of ours, but, uh, but he found, found somehow, you know, through mutual acquaintances or something. So I joined playing that game and that game played, I think it was every other Saturday. And that was exciting because I, you know, I remember having a calendar and I put D and D D and D and it was like every other Saturday was D and D. So it was quite fun to play back then. But nowadays, things are a little different. You know, there's uh, commitments and obligations. Called life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So for some reason, all of a sudden, you know, and I've I've been pretty lucky. I mean, I was able to play pretty much every other Saturday or whatever we were, every other Friday, whenever it was, for quite a long time. And Jolene, you know, she was a very nice spouse and, and gave me permission to go and play every other Friday with the boys and, and Selena's. And uh, it was quite fun. But, you know, now, you know, we have a teenage son and things happen, right? People get sick. Uh, he has a concert because he's, he's in band. And people have, you know, their kids are involved in extracurricular activities. And sometimes you just have a hard time getting together and playing games. Everybody, ha- everybody does. Uh, our friend Shannon, he calls it. You have to pay the family tax. The family tax, and at first, you know, when and he plays a lot, right? Because you know he's a single male, you know, guy, you know, does pretty well, and he's, you know, he's he has a lot of free time, I guess. And but he also has, a, of course, of course, you have to divide everything with your social time and your other friends and gaming. So he doesn't usually have a hard time getting a game in. The problem he has is that he wants to make sure that the game's going to happen, right? What's that term he uses? Lock him in. Well, you know, he wants to be locked in. And it's, it's funny because me and Jolene crack up about it all the time. He'll say on, on an email, right? So, you know, we planning is done by various ways. And one of them is email, right? That's a tried and true way of doing, of getting people together. Email is pretty old, even for us old gamers. I mean, back when AOL was around, right? I would send emails to people and say, hey, how about uh, we play in a couple of weeks on this day? He would also call and harass him. There was that, right? Because because I was because I am basically the game mother, right? I'm the game dad, or you want to call it. I'm the one that usually runs the game. I'm, so that means means that I have to set up the game and when we're playing, what time we're playing, and whose house we're playing at. Because sometimes we would change where we would play, and so all that was handled through email, except for those few people who, for whatever reason, wouldn't 
answer the email. So like, especially we're supposed to play at their house. We're like, oh, is he not like not reading his email? Is he does he not want to say no or what the deal is? So eventually, I would have to call him, and and for me, that kind of alleviates the whole reason for having email. But anyway, so I would have to call him and get the the four you know four one one, right? The information on what he's going looking on. at me like he's making an inside joke. And so that's what would happen, right? We would get we would lock down the dates. And Shannon, for you know, because he has a lot of free time, he, you know, he's a single guy. He doesn't have the the family tax to him is you know his family social engagements, right? Because they all That's have the family parties. tax to everybody because everybody has a family, right? Right. You have to go and when it's people's birthday, right? Some people don't have a large family, but everybody has some kind of a right. Thing. But I'm saying he doesn't have a uh, you know he doesn't have a wife and kids, and so that added family tax would definitely be there. So he has a lot of free time on the weekends if he wanted to, unless it's taken up by something else. Much more free time than somebody who had a family, kids, and those kind of obligations. So he's pretty open to playing almost any time, and he would say, okay, just I want to be locked in, right? That means, you know, I, I want a firm confirmation that we're playing on this day. So he doesn't plan on it, and then all of a sudden plans fall through, and he's stuck with an empty day where he could have filled it with something else because, you know, he's a planner. He likes doing things ahead of time or planning out things ahead of time, which I am not, you know, I am not a planner. I am more of a, hey, let's do something tomorrow kind of guy, which doesn't always work out well. And he's in a family of people that are, let's do something tomorrow kind of people. So, yeah, well, I guess the, what was it? The, my dad was a big planner, but he didn't like things doing things out of all of a sudden. But for some reason, most of my family didn't get that gene. <laughs> so I have that gene. Yes, you definitely are a planner. So, but it's hard when you, you never know people when you're trying to schedule events and it's not just us, it's all, all gamers, right? I went on to Reddit and there's all kinds of people talking about <laughs> how they try to get the game scheduled and how hard it is and people should commit. And once they commit, they shouldn't change their plans. And I'm like, well, you know, sometimes your kid gets sick. You have to go help your mother do something that something comes up and things like that happen, right? People should be understanding to a point, to a point. Um, but there's some people who view gaming, I think, is, is how high on the hierarchy of things, how important they are to you. And some people, that is pretty high. That's like their you know, one way of entertainment or one of the few ways they entertain themselves or social. socialize. Yes. And then if you cut that out, then, you know, you kind of mess them up for the weekend. Which you can understand why, that, you know, you want to be locked in so you know what you're going to be locked doing in, yeah. and not be stuck going I have yeah. nothing to do in my in this particular time frame, and I need it. I need. Right. I, I was planning on this, and it didn't happen. Well, that happens to me all the time because my husband is doesn't actually go by the plans that are made. He just does whatever he wants to. So, locking people shot. into a schedule is kind of hard. Yes, but you you want a firm commitment. I yes. Think, is what, so is we what... usually we go through spurts of with our group, gaming group where we play every other Saturday, right? And we can do that for two or three months at a time and then all of a sudden you know life gets in the way summer vacations or you have to do this or your kid has a concert that you have to take him to or people get sick yeah well i mean i think people will understand big things like that that are unforeseen you know people getting sick you know having a family emergency and stuff like that but stuff that like oh yeah you know I need to go grocery shopping. It's not a good well, excuse. Well, no, that's not probably a good excuse. But you know, I don't think people like wash your hair, right? There's an excuse that not really is an excuse. But there's certain things that like I'm gonna go see a movie with with my with my kid, or oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see a movie with my wife. We're, we got this other party that came up. Well, 
we had planned this two months ahead of time. Well, no, the party's more important than our gaming event. And then that's fine. You know, that's fine. But as long as people... Stuff like that happens. Stuff like that happens. But you know, as long as people know how the hierarchy works, then they can, they can like, you know, well, Joe is always canceling. So there's, you know, different things you could do about that. You could kick Joe out of the group, right? Well, yeah, that's or what I was going to say that on Reddit, <laughs> there were all kinds of people with these, with the way that they do it, right? Wow. There's the one guy that says, I, we, I have five players and we have committed to play every Sunday night from three or every Sunday from five to nine or whatever it was. Yeah. And nobody is allowed to, to change that. And if they, if, and I have to be able to run the, the game for at least three players. So if, if somebody drops out, that's okay. But it's a commitment. Everybody needs to stick to the commitment. And if they don't stick to the commitment, then they're out of the group. Wow. Well, you know, I think, I think, you know, depending on the games you're running, right? If you're running this long campaign game where it matters when if most of the people show up, right? It matters if things continue to make the campaign go forward. Then that's that really sucks if people are always dropping out. But, for example, our home game, I call it the home game. Because it we usually play here at my house, but but uh, I'm I'm usually the GM. I have been the GM for D and D and Pathfinder and all that. And then all of a sudden, I I ran last year. I ran a Shadowrun, a Shadowrun adventure because Jolene was interested in Shadowrun. And the you know everybody really liked Shadowrun. They, they, you know, it was the new shiny, even though it was fifth edition. It was old edition. And but my you know my kid really liked it. His friends really liked it. They really you know they're really many maximizers and like that crunchy goodness of maximizing their character and finding every little option that helps them out. And I got stuck because I was thinking I'm going to run this one shot. I'm just going to run it once. And here I am, you know, this group demands, not not really demands, but demands in the fact that they really like the game. And I really like the world of Shadowrun. So that's why, you know, I had no problem continuing that game. That became the game that my our home group, group game, right? The, our, the, the game we play at home. And recently, recently within the last year. Right. Yeah. I ran a campaign. And then uh, at uh, the same time, though, I needed a break from GMing because I've been asking my son and actually I've been asking the whole group. Hey, does anybody want to run another game or run a, or continue our characters? But, you know, switch the GM duties. And Jolene stepped up and she ran a really fun game. It was, you know, how many sessions was it? It was quite uh, a few. Three huh? or four. Oh, three or four. And. It, it was really fun. And so it gave me a break from GMing and they got me to play. And I was like super excited. And, you know, and then I'm back to running Shadowrun. So, so the home group, game, home group game goes through these spurts where we, like Jolene said, we play for three months every Saturday, just like clockwork. And then we just like, you know, the convention came, came up. We can't play that weekend. And I don't like playing the weekend before the convention because there's always last minute things I want to do. And then there's Concred after the weekend because Julian got a little ill. And now my voice is a little funny. I don't know if you can tell, but, you know, I got it a little week late. But I think it was work crud because somebody at work was sick and they didn't uh, tell me. February to, people. They didn't tell me until the second day I was back. And then they go, oh, you should have probably wiped down the desk and everything, the keyboard, because I've been sick and coughing all weekend. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I so, tried to blame me. Yeah, I did. I, I knew it wasn't you. So that, that happened. So we haven't played Shadowrun in like a month. Yeah. And I was telling him today, <laughs> are we going to, when are we going to play Shadowrun? I know that the people want to play, but you know, everybody's sick in my house and yeah. that kind of puts a damper on it. But um, you don't want to spread the germs either. Yeah. You know? Well, and we don't. 
We don't want to spread the germs. And the people that play in my group are the ones that make me the sickest. <laughs> last year and this year, Alan was sick at the convention. He'd been sick for a while this year, but last year he literally had a fever at the convention. And then I got the worst sore throat I had had in years after that. And this year he was still coughing and I had had allergies and was getting over whatever I had a few weeks ago. And suddenly I got it again. So Yeah, you got it pretty bad. So. And she called me from work and I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Because she sounded like a, she was like a toad. Like I can't even go as deep as her voice was, but it was pretty, pretty scary actually. If some guy, somebody on the other phone, some guy, is saying, "Saul, Saul, it's me." I'm like, "Oh, who's this?" But uh, so and, stuff like that happens, right? That's life, right? That's the part that gets in the way. Yes. So, so if you're in that game where the guy's saying that you have to be there, and you're, you're, you know, you're sick for two weeks, then you might get kicked out of that group. But then there's other people who have other solutions, right? Right. And so and so I have the home game that I we play more or less on a regular basis for stretches at a time. And then things get in the way, right? And then I'm like, well, they don't – my home group doesn't like making characters. They don't like trying new games unless I really force them to play. I'm really into you know, trying new stuff. And I buy a lot of new role-playing games. And I, like, I would like to try them out. And it, this my home group is just not the group to do it with. So, you know, I, I searched around and I asked a couple, a couple friends of mine that I knew from going to conventions and stuff. I said, hey, you know, you play. And he formed a new group. So I formed a new group and, and, it, and it just kind of coalesced, right? He, somebody asked somebody else and, and we have a core group of about five players and we had seven, but we had eight actually, but three of them moved to Oregon. Or Washington. Or Washington, mm-hmm. same place. And uh, well, across the river. And so we lost three players, but we still have five players. And, you know, and we all come from different, you know, we all have different, sta- we're on different stages of life, right? You know, well, most of us are older, though, over 50, I think, I hate to say. There's no kids in the game. But, you know, we, we all have different, pri- you know, priorities and different families, you know. Some kids, uh, one of my friends, he's now an empty nester. His last son went to college. And uh, you know, another one has kids in high school and one going off to college and, you know, Morgan is retired and, you know, living the life of luxury, well, you know, as luxury as it can be. And, you know, and I'm working and I have my family, my son and, and, and my mother-in-law that we take care of and stuff. But so arranging that game is a little bit different. I mean, we, we can't really play every certain day, you know, just because t- too many of us have too many things going on. So, you know. But it's also a one-shot kind of group. Right. And that's another thing is that we, one of the things I wanted to do is I, I, I don't want to get stuck being the only GM because I, I don't learn, you know, when, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm GMing that way. You know, I don't learn from other GMs, you know, and, I, and, and, it, and, it, and it, it always happens no matter what that even if you play with a bad GM, you learn something. You're like, man. That didn't really work well. You don't have that problem with the GMs you play with. Well, not no, but I, I conventions I've played with some GMs that weren't all that great. But you learn from that, and you go, okay, now I know that that's not a good way to do it because I'm gonna have fun, and my players probably wouldn't have fun. So that's what I like about being a player and a GM at the same time. So, so in this group, we all agree that we all will run and we all will play one shots. And the way that you schedule it, since this is about scheduling, yes, is they do these doodle polls and right. they do emails and and then they try to nailed down uh, at least one one Saturday or two Saturdays a month. Usually one Saturday a month. Usually it's just one. And it's hilarious because Saul is really bad with dates and times and things. Well, yeah. What I I failed to do is I I failed to inform Jolene of my plans. 
And then she comes up with, oh, you know, we're supposed to do this on that day. I'm like, damn, I forgot about that, which is my problem, right? Because I forget about things. So <laughs> my my answer to that is to include her in the group. And I think I've done that a couple of times, but every once in a while you fall off the group list or whatever. And if he includes me, then I can tell him, what did you, why did you put down you could play on that day? Because we're supposed to do this. Right. Because, you know, we have a large family. He has a Saul has a large family. And we're included in, in all kinds of different things, right? Just birthday parties and, and you know. like Marriages. Yeah, all kinds of things, right? So you never know. And you do know when people schedule stuff or say, you know, you know that this is coming up, then it's easier if you know. So you kind of have to be flexible. Um, one of the guys on, on Reddit said that, you know, you should make your time shorter if you want to oh, yeah. play every week to try to get everybody in. Do it online do different kinds of things right come up with other ideas than trying to lock people into you have to be there every sunday at five o'clock or you're out of the group well yeah i think i think this is mainly i hate to say in real life or face-to-face games because both of those things can apply to online games so everybody around the table at the same time right Right. in the same place even online games uh even your friday the the friday night games that you're yes you're actually all around the roll 20 table yes yes and yes. that is is hard to to do even because just because of everybody's schedule right right i talked about email in the past and how that was the tool that that was the main tool that i used you know back in the early 90s you know like i said i was using aol and i would i would email like spam my group you know like you know when i, I when i was two weeks out i, I sent an email and then like a week out i send an email you know, once a day. And then like the next day I would send out three emails and then four emails because I would not get a response from people. And I didn't want, and I didn't, that definitely didn't want, well, I didn't see anything. No, you kind of can hardly miss my, my 15 emails of spam that I sent you and say, Hey, are we going to play this? You haven't responded, Mike, or you haven't responded Tim or Joe or Biff or Bob or whatever your name is. <laughs> and, uh, and then, then that's what I did what Jolene was talking about, what we want to talk about is tools you can use now that you can help you figure out finding out a date that you can play. And she mentioned doodle pole, which, you know, which is funny because I'm, you know, I mean, we're in Silicon Valley, you know, there's all kinds of tech heads around and they're all, all my friends are much smarter than me and they all, you know, know all kinds of stuff. And so one of them came up with, Oh, let's do a doodle poll. And I go, what's that? And so he puts out a doodle poll and invites me up. I go, oh, that's pretty good. Another one goes, I'm going to make an email group so we can all email each other about the games and, you know, talk about what games we're playing, how we're going to select the game, you know, what characters we have and all that stuff. I go, oh, yeah, that's cool. And another person set up, uh, uh, oh, let's use Google Calendar or I forget what app it is. And we all synced our calendar. So when somebody puts something on the calendar, everybody sees it and you can say you're going or not going. That can be a problem. <laughs> so that's, but but it's a tool for people who, you know, for like me who if have. If you a know how to use a Google Calendar, it'll work. If you don't, you <laughs> might have some problems. Well, there's, you know, your phone has a Samsung Calendar, and I think you can link it to whatever. But what I'm saying is, these are tools that can help you get your game get together, right? There's, and I mentioned it before. There's that meme out there where they have Doctor Strange and the Avengers, and they're like, and Doctor Strange goes, "I've been to, you know, I've been to." 6,985, you know, alternate realities trying to find a, a day that we can play. And he goes, then did you find one? He goes, I found one. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> so that's, sometimes that's what it feels like. You know, you, you know, so these tools are out there that I think can help you get your game together, get your gang together, and agree on a date, and agree on a time, and even agree on a game. I think you should also be flexible, right? So, <laughs> well, the flexible in the fact that well, maybe you 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 can't get together with your your group on that day. So find other things that you other pl- ways you can play, right? There's online. Oh yeah. And then there's also, and I don't mean the video games that my son plays online, the MMO games with all of his crazy teenage friends. You're talking about using a virtual tabletop or something. Using like that. it like Roll Twenty, right. and and I I even know you can go play games with people you don't know on Roll Twenty. Yes. I may not do it, but if you really really want to play a game, you might do that, right? Oh yeah. Because I'm. A little leery of people I don't know but that's okay then there's also going to game stores and they have games and usually on Saturdays and Sundays they have you know what is it Pathfinder what are they called Adventure League and yeah, Adventure League yeah and um what's oh, the other one Organ- yeah where you can actually go and play with people you don't have to know them it's a it's it might be a a, a game that might be you know railroady or whatever or you have a certain mission or whatever it is but you can actually go and do it right well, that's true. If you just want to play, yeah, there's all kinds of avenues that you can uh, explore for that. But, I'm but, just giving people ideas so they so they have ideas that you know the gang might not be able to get together on Saturday night. But that doesn't mean that if you really, really need to play role play a role playing game, a tabletop role playing game, there are things you can do. Yes. Well, I mean that that's that is always you know that's always a consideration. You can always you know the people who can't make it. You know, well, okay, so Jimmy and John can't can't make it. Well, there's four of us here. What are we going to do? Well, you can play a board game or something like that. But I'm talking about just for for this episode, it's about trying to get the game together, the gang together to play a specific game, you know, that you want to play. And so, you know, I think it's pretty hard to get the same group together every day, you know, every week. You know, it de- um, depends on, on your lifestyle situations. You know, here in the Bay Area, everybody's, you know, a half an hour away from each other at least, you know. And that's with no traffic. If there's traffic, then you know, who knows how long it is, right? And I know people who commute quite a bit. I mean, I used to commute to Salinas, which is uh, 60 miles away, an hour away at the time. But if I were to do that now, if I was to try to do the exact same thing now, it would take me an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes to make that same route, to drive that same distance at the same time because traffic has gotten ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculous here. And so... And so that you know that would that would that change if I wanted to play, you know, if that was an issue. So for some reason, for some people it is. A lot of people, like uh, certain pe- people I know, if the long if the game isn't gonna be over five or six hours, that person doesn't want to show up because it's not worth his time or her time to drive, you know, a distance to go to a game. So you know, so there, there's all kinds of things. You know, I know people who drive. You know, I don't know if you know the Bay Area, but, you know, they'll drive an hour and a half to go to a game, you know, and that that's amazing. And that might only be 60 miles, people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> 45. 45. Yeah, it depends. And on if that. you have to go over a bridge at it, at an extra half hour. It all depends on when, like you know, Fridays and Saturdays and, and Sundays, you know, there's tends to be not. Well, I would say there tends to be less <laughs> gridlock, but at certain times there's gridlock, sure. right? You know, because people are trying to get to san francisco they're trying to go to santa cruz you know and so the those freeways are blocked 
you know so the hilarious thing is is our friend mike moved to portland and he yes. discovered that everything is 30 minutes away it doesn't matter where you're going because that's just 20 like, minutes but i think it's no he says about. 30 this is a 30 yeah. now it takes you 30 minutes to get here 30 minutes to get there so you might as well just plan on that well here it it's it does sometimes take you 30 minutes to go anywhere but you know so that takes an hour and a half though that's the problem that's the problem yeah so like i said it all depends on 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 uh on where you live, obviously, and how much you're willing to devote to going to your game. So there's, like I said, I think doodle poll or something like it, something that you could throw up a calendar and say, pick the dates that you are available. And then we, what we do is when there's five people uh, in, well, when it was on a, one a, date, on one date, we call it a quorum, and then we decide, okay, can we really, do we really want to play this day? And when we say yes, then we decide, okay, who's going to GM? And then he throws out. Or she throws out games that he's willing or she's willing to run, and then we everybody picks or votes on which one it is and stuff, and that's handled through the email that the other person set up for our group, and it, it works out pretty pretty good. And I'm sure there's different ways that everybody can use or different tools that you can use online. You know, use that computer. You know, it's it's more than an email machine. It can really help you out. You know, get those get those dates nailed down so you can play. And I think, I think that you know that's really been a lot of fun for me, uh, playing with that group. We call it the Stanford group, or somebody called it the Stanford group, because it's by that's Stanford where it University. Is. So, and we have, like I said, we all have various schedules and and very we're of you know various families styles and stuff like that. So, so it's a you know that doodle poll and and the, and the calendar really help you uh, help you settle on a date. And it's really helped us out quite a bit. And it's really cool because it's visual for me, and, and it really helps. Like, oh yeah, I can see where there's a big line and where all blue, where we all can play. Boom. It makes it a little hard for me because then he goes, "Oh, we're gonna play on this day," and I go, "Did you forget about this?" Because oh, I know. and it drive and it drives him nuts, and I can't help it though because sometimes you know I'm like, "Well, well that's my we fault." Could move I it, so. but you know sometimes you can't move other people's things. Yeah. So so it was like I'm I'm I am for some reason I am the principal per problem in that group. <laughs> Because they seem to have a lot of days that they can play, and I'm the one going, "Oh, I forgot about this. Can we move it to this day?" And they they're really nice people, so they they all change. Usually, they change the date, or you know, I tell them, "You know what? I can't make it, but go ahead and play without me." And you know, that's cool too. And they've done that before. So see, see, that's what I mean about being flexible. One of the guys on the on Reddit said that you know, so say that that all of your people can't get together. Well, make it make each game session if even if you're running a campaign you could make each game session compartmentalized as in those people that are there are the ones that are doing it this right. time right so that makes it easier because then if i can't show up next week but i can show up in two weeks or three weeks then you know my character may have to catch up to you or might have to he told me to come over here and here right. i am kind of thing well that's pretty cool i mean i, I think I think there's different ways you can look at at dealing with that kind of situation when somebody doesn't show up. I think we could probably have a podcast about it. But what I would do is is do exactly that. Is like either you know they, they call them side quests, right? You could have a side quest, or you can have a quest where oh that happened six months ago when when Jimmy was uh, was down you know with the flu or or in the game he was hurt or he was he went on a uh, no he had to go fasting for a new spell or something whatever you know you have that dead time that the group had but they decide not to do anything because they're waiting for jimmy to do whatever he's got to do so in that one week or three days or whatever you can have 
that's when you can place a little uh, little quest or a little side adventure that you can run. And then you're right. And that keeps the continuity going, going, oh, that happened when you were, when you were ill, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. One of the ideas yeah. that also was to make the game shorter so people can, instead oh, of yeah. four to six hours, make it two and a half hours, which to me, I mean, you know, usually when you play a game at our house, it's at a good five hours, right? Four or five hours, yeah, depending at on at least. Sometimes it goes longer and but, everybody's really, really excited. But is it really five, four or five hours or is it like an hour of BSing and opening chip bags and all this other stuff? And then it's at least a half hour of that. At least. Because, yeah. you know, nobody can ever get here at the same time. There's that. So, you know, and that's but that's part of the social aspect. So however you have to get your group together, do it. I mean, and, and if you can't get them all together, do a side quest. Right. If you can't do that, figure out how to play with them online. And one other suggestion I have is that the way that even if people can't get in there to play in every single group, I know that you've done email things where, where you're telling the other GM, this is what I'm doing while you, you did one with the, with the gym where you were talking about fixing up the bar oh, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of different yeah, yeah, things yeah. where you guys had a lot of fun, even though you guys couldn't play for a couple of weeks because people had stuff to do. You were emailing back and forth and having your own side conversations, yes, right? Yes. Which keeps everybody, the GM is feels like the players are involved and the players feel like you know, the GM hasn't forgotten about them or whatever. Right. Even right. though everybody couldn't get together. Yes. Keeping the game going. Keeping the game alive, really. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it was. I think with, a, you know, a lot of work, some people, a little work for some some other people, you know, you can get that group together. You can play those games that you really want to play, whether it's a long campaign style or one shots. I think what's really important is that you get those games in. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to look all oh, those games of yesteryear when I was a kid and just dwell on that. No, no, you can play today. It takes a little finagling. It takes maybe asking favors from your spouse or your kids or your friends going, oh, yeah, you know what? Don't ask I, favors from your kids, people. I'm no, just no. telling you that right now. Well, not ask favors from your kid, but you know, tell your kid, hey, you're not going to go to that baseball game. Uh, uh, you may not. <laughs> no, no, you don't do that. Not with your kids. No, your spouse, no, I'm yes, just kidding. But, but you, you, make, you make sure that you know they know that your family knows what your plans are, and then they, you know, then you could all work around that kind of schedule. You know, unless you know, I don't want you guys or people, you know, what is it? Uh, don't don't make problems with your family's people. Yes, don't. Yeah, don't don't do that. Make sure your family. If if you have play, if you have people in your family that don't play with you and don't play, make sure you pay your family tax so that when <laughs> you do play, they don't get mad at you. Right. What I'm saying is, you know, set aside time and make sure that everybody knows. That you know that you really want to play, and that you know everybody's going to get together and play on this day, so there's no surprises or less chance of surprises. And there's, and 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 what happens is you're most likely to be successful in getting together and playing the game and writing things down when when your family stuff is will yeah, help you good. off. That's called a good idea. It's calendar calendars are indispensable these days. Yes, there you go. Hopefully this helps you in some way to get your group together or know that other people have the same problems as you do in getting their groups together. Yes. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. You have a good day.